Welcome to Leveling Up, a noob's quest to get good. This is a gaming history and interview podcast where each week we take a new game and discuss its history. As well as look at it from the perspective of someone who hasn't played a lot of games. I'm Joe, your resident gaming historian. And I'm your friend who's weirdly into balls, Tina. Welcome to the show. to episode 3 of Leveling Up. Uh, this week we're going to be discussing Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. Tina, how would you describe these games? Okay. So, Pokemon, I really should think of these before the episode <laughs> and not spend so much time thinking I haven't introduced myself. Pokemon is a JRPG where you are a trainer of these creatures, and you make the little creatures fight each other. Basically, it's cockfighting. That's that's what it is. With brighter colors. Mm-hmm. And different animals. Yeah. 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 In a but, video game. Excellent. Yeah. I'm glad we're going to be making the same joke that everyone has ever made for the past 40 years about this video game. Something about cocks and balls and... No, no. The, the, oh. the dog fighting and animal slavery and all that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's kind of there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, as Tina said, this is a JRPG. Uh, it's, a, it's a JRPG based around teams of Pokemon, which you catch and fight, and you fight other Pokemon trainers. Uh, and this game was created uh, by Satoshi Tajiri, uh, and his original inspiration for this game was actually bug catching, which is apparently a very popular childhood hobby in Japan. Did you ever catch lightning bugs? I'm going to argue that's a popular childhood hobby in America as well. All right. No, no, no. And you know how big of a fear I have of bugs. Sorry, I said bug catching. Let me rephrase. Bug collecting. Ew. And I don't just mean lightning bugs. I mean all bugs. They really like their bugs over in Japan. I'm kind of glad you told me this after I already played. (laughs) Because it just would have, like... I just would have been so much more unhappy than I already was. Yeah. Uh, with that, uh... Why... Hold on, I have a question mm-hmm. first. Why did they feel the need to make... Fire Red and Leaf Green? Ah, see, that's because then... Okay. Pokemon has always released two copies. Yeah. The two copies, the main difference between them is that there are different Pokemon in them. This mm-hmm. is... This is for one of two reasons, depending on how cynical you are. The first reason is it inspires friendship and playing with people and getting other people to play with you. And so you can trade Pokemon and get all of them. Or the more cynical person will say, so you buy both games and that way that you can get all of the Pokemon yourself. Mm. And by cynical, I mean the person that has no friends. Mm, Okay, I gotcha. And uh, far too many DSs. Gotcha. Oh, that's sad. But that's okay. And actually, there's usually three in a generation. It's the first two, in this case, Fire Red and Leaf Green. Was uh, the other one like a water thing? Like water blue? Uh, water? 
kind of, not exactly. Fire and Leaf Green didn't have a third, not anything about it. Oh, okay. But they are third generation. Uh, they are based on the uh, game engine developed for Ruby and Sapphire. And Ruby and... Oh, fuck, wait, did Ruby and Sapphire have a third? Hold up, Emerald, that's it, sorry. Uh, based off the engine for Ruby and Sapphire, and the third for Ruby and Sapphire was Emerald. Emerald was a third game, much like many of the other generations had third games, and they had an entirely different set of Pokemon from the other two, and they usually they usually include a different legendary. Uh, for Ruby and Sapphire, you have Groudon and Kyogre. Uh, Kyogre is the uh, god of the sea. Kyogre is god of the land. And then in Emerald... They added in Rayquaza, who is god of space, I think. Space! It's probably the sky, but he definitely lives in space. Okay. He's a giant green dragon. And by dragon, I mean Chinese dragons that are long, not uh, European Mm -hmm. dragons. Like dragon. Yeah. Not like D&D dragons, like dragon dance dragons. Exactly. Gotcha. I'm here for it. Yes. So, uh, after that uh, very inspiring comment about you would have hated it even more, hey, Tina, what were your general impressions of Pokemon? Okay. So, this was a very tough game for me to play. I kind of hated it. I kind of hated every second of it. I probably hated it more because I played all of Pokemon in two weeks, which I realize is probably not impressive, but it's impressive for me, and it was very smushed, and I hated it, and I hated the game, and I had to play so much of it in a short time, and it was awful. Yeah. Uh, It was awful. What exactly, what would you say is the most grievous insult to your personal taste that made you hate the game? The worst part for me was the fact that the combat style in Pokemon was a point, not even point and click, um, cause I've, I've seen people play lots of StarCraft, which doesn't seem nearly as boring, which I get it, is still pointing and clicking on, on, you're still only using just one, like, thing, but it was just the fact that it was a four option menu really bored me, and I feel that, especially, Okay, I feel that the main part of Pokemon seemed like you should be fighting. That's how you leveled up your things, and that's how you won in the end. So it seemed like fighting was the whole point of the game, but that seemed like the most boring part, and it made it seem so slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. Uh, it's interesting, because I thought, oh, let's start her off on Pokemon for JRPGs. It's simple, it's easy, it's a nice way to ease her into the genre. And now she hates JRPGs. <laughs> too slow! It was too slow! Too it was slow. too slow. With that advice in mind, I think the next one we'll do is uh, something with an active time battle system. Uh, that'll probably be a little more exciting. That sounds great. Yes. Then I can't literally fall asleep while I'm playing. <laughs> Granted, I played... I want to say 90% of this after coming home from work at, like, 10 or 11 at night. Yeah, no. So I was very tired, but still, I fell asleep. But still. All right. So, let's start in a little bit more of the specifics. Who was your starter? My starter was Charmander. Hell yeah. Same. Charmander is best because Fire-type is best. Yes. 
Uh, all right. What did you think of the world of Pokemon outside of the mechanics? What do you think of the world design or the the different towns, the the different caves and paths and things that you encountered? So I actually I thought this was something that they did pretty well, even though some of the names sounded not foreign as in like they're Japanese like no not like that but they were just were things I had never heard of even though some of the names sounded foreign I still could remember this was the town with this in it this was the town with this and like not just based on their trainer Mm -hmm. so I mean it I I thought like the actual world design was at least intriguing enough Mm -hmm. I did absolutely hate the caves though (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty bad, especially <clears throat> Rock Tunnel. Yeah, no, th- that was awful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was absolutely, absolutely horrid. <laughs> Hated the caves. Did you pick up on the fact that all the town names are colors? Except... Yeah, I kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of started to get that. Yeah, especially I think since got the that in like the purple one. Lavender Town. Yeah, that one. Yeah, and then there's also the fact that the town you start in is Palette town ha <laughs> uh, oh I hate everything <laughs> and like you end on in- oh this is stupid this is stupid we're not <laughs> children so uh, by the end of the game what was your team comp so my team comp was Charmander Mankey Articuno Geodude, Oddish, and Zapdos. Okay, so Charizard, Primate, and Graveler are the ones that you're missing there. Okay, two things. One, also, my Oddish evolved past an Oddish. Oh, you're I'm I'm sorry. Okay, so if you're gonna correct me, at least correct me right. Also, we've talked about this before. You know why I only know their first stage of evolution? Yeah, stage. Okay, you know why I only know their first evolution? Because I changed all their names to all the names of my favorite drag queens, so that's the names that I know them by. And it's not going to help anyone if I'm just saying them, okay? Yeah, so I know. They're the I just... names that I wrote down. I know. I just, uh, I just want everyone to know that you name your Pokemon after drag queens. Um, I'm sorry. It's so much better that way. <laughs> it's how I got through the game. All right. All right. So, speaking of getting through the game, how much grinding do you do? A lot. Yeah? Uh, oh, as a real lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I especially did a lot in the beginning. You mm-hmm. very quickly instructed me that I was going to wear myself down too fast. Yep. But it definitely made the first couple of trainer... No, not trainer. The first couple of gym leader battles where I just, like... I just flew past them. Yeah, no. That's, that's definitely generally how it works if you grind you can very easily get past a lot of the gym battles but even if you do grind late four pretty tough most of the time oh yeah no that was yeah 
Do you have an estimate on the number of times it took you to get past them? The Elite Four? Yeah. Oh, no, I know exactly how many times. Oh, okay. Yeah, four. Hey, that's nice. That's nice and convenient. Yes, because I... Okay, once I figured that capturing Pokemon was not going to get me anything... I mean, it got you, like, the occasional thing from, like, Professor Oak's aid, but I didn't find those super helpful. Uh-huh. I kind of took that as an optional route, so I just didn't buy anything mm -hmm. and i was just a very much like i'll play till they all die kind of gal makes sense like i didn't use a potion on any kind of battle almost so then i had a whole bunch of money and i just bought a whole bunch of stuff at the end yeah that's generally how i play pokemon as well save up all of your money and then just yeah. buy all the potions yeah so that made like the Elite yeah. Four low-key real easier than they probably should have been. Get, like, ten max revives. Yep. 700, like, mega potions or whatever the top-tier potion is. Mm-hmm. A bunch of antidotes. I think there's yeah. a poison type in there. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Like, the only time I actually went and bought Pokeballs were when I was trying to capture the legendaries. Yeah. And, uh, they took you a while, huh? Thank God for saves. Mm-hmm. I definitely spent... I don't know if I spent more time, because it took me about... Well, I mean, you know exactly how long. It took me two hours to beat the Elite Four. But it... I probably spent... More rounds? Fights? I don't know how to call it. Mm -hmm. But I probably spent... I restarted the battle more times trying to capture... Yeah. the special Pokemon than I did fighting the Elite Four. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, what, uh, how do you feel about types? How do you feel about typing? How do you feel all the different types added to or detracted from the game? What is your opinion on that? I eventually kind of developed a very... Er, well, no. My opinion of types definitely evolved. Haha! -ha! <laughs> when... <laughs> <laughs> when we started talking about it more and you said oh this is how i find the game enjoyable mm -hmm. is matching up the types and figuring out which pokemon are best to use against which ones and i definitely kind of latched on to that strategy so the typing made it a lot more enjoyable for me okay okay that's good to know uh how do you feel about hms uh you know stuff they had to use in out of battle and also were useful in battle. That was so irritating. Yeah? Yeah. That's interesting. It was so irritating. It's interesting that... Uh, I'm curious what the difference is between that and Guacamelee. Because you had a very opposite opinion on the combat moves in Guacamelee that were useful for both movement and combat. Okay, but the... The issue with the HMs in my opinion, was the fact that I felt like I had two choices. I could either give them to a Pokemon, such as the one I kind of dumped all of them into was Beedrill, um, that wasn't super... That, like, I don't know, he just didn't seem super effective. He didn't have a lot of super combative moves. Mm -hmm. 
so I didn't feel bad about, like, deleting them from his four options. We're like, oh, who really cares if I delete, like, Pardon from Beedrill and replace it with Cut? Sure. But, but... So then I had to carry around Beedrill everywhere sure. when he's not super effective in fights. Or I could take Cut and give it to someone like Charmander, but then I have to delete one of his more powerful moves. Yeah. So I hated that. No, that makes sense. Because I felt that either way they were a hindrance. Yeah, no, totally, totally. That the first the first uh, opinion that you put there about the one the one person you dumb them all on that is actually a valid strategy that many people use called HM slaving, where you just put all the HMs on one Pokemon that can know like all a lot of them, and you just drag that Pokemon around for use. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, uh, especially the fact that you can't unlearn HMs. Also, the fact that trees grew back. Yeah. So it's not like I could go to a Pokemon Center, get my Beedrill out of, the, out of Bill's computer, which I wouldn't even talk about how weird it is that you can just log on to Bill's computer. Like, I don't know. It was weird. I did not touch someone's computer for so long. Because <laughs> I was like, it's going to come back to bite me. It's going to come back to bite me. This is a bad choice. Uh-huh. Very Undertale moment there. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I couldn't go cut down my tree with Beedrill and then dump him f and switch him for a better Pokemon, so I would come back and the tree would regrow. Mm -hmm. And I hated that. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Stupid. I think it would have been better, specifically for trees, maybe not so much for fly, but specifically for trees, if you... If it was more like the flute... Where you, it was something you could carry. Like, they gave you a chainsaw or an axe or something. Sure, an active item, something like that. I would like that a little better. <laughs> I can understand that. Uh, if it makes you feel better, that's basically what they did in Generation 7 of these games. It took them seven, or I guess six generations? Yeah, they had HMs in Gens 1 through 6, and then in Generation 7, they changed up a huge amount about the Pokemon formula, including removing HMs. I also didn't like TMs very much either. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's just because, like, I'm an indecisive person, and I have a lot of... I think the acronym is FOMO. Fear of missing out. No, I definitely have a huge case of, like, FOMO. And I'm just like, but what if this move is better for something later on, and then I can't get pat? I was... It was... I, like, rarely touched him. <laughs> FOMO is definitely the general term, but in video games, generally... Uh, people tend to use too good to use syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think of the gyms and the gym, the different gym battles? Um. Okay, I know this isn't a gym battle, but I really enjoyed. I think it was in Lavender Town actually, which is maybe why I really liked Lavender Town and the adjacent town to it, which I don't think is still uh, Lavender Town. I believe I know what um, you're speaking of, but continue. I really liked the weird ghost, the hall with all the ghosties in it. Yep. And, um, how, I don't know, and maybe it was just because I did it this way, but I, like, went as far as I could in the weird ghosty place, 
And then I finally was like, oh, maybe I should go get this dumb thing they're all talking about. And then I had to go to, like, the Team Rocket hideout. Yeah. And the Team Rocket hideout was awesome. Like, I almost wish the whole game was like that. It was awesome. So you like the dungeons, then? Those are... Form, those are dungeons in Pokemon. The Team Rocket hideouts, the Pokemon Tower, uh, Mount Moon was a dungeon, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the... How they... Wait, hold on. Was Mount Moon, like... Was that the cave with all the Zubats? Okay, like every cave has Zubats, is the problem. Uh... Okay, no. I didn't like... Yeah, I think it was Mount Moon, is what I'm thinking of. I didn't like or when there was just a whole bunch of trainers and you just ran into them as you were walking. Mm -hmm. That it, Not that it felt lazy, I mean, I get it. Like, it was a better way than just finding wild Pokemon and grinding against them. Like, that was better. Sure. But I liked that in the Rocket Mansion, like, there was the weird thing where you had to go on the panels that could only direct you in one direction and you were actually looking for something and then you were looking for the key and i don't know yeah no totally i get that the side quests were enjoyable in this game heck yeah i think that's probably the best way to oh. put it i like the side quest the most okay all right Uh, so let's move on to the next section. What do you What did you think about the art style? Yo, some of those Pokemon look fucked up. <laughs> mm hmm. Yep, this was still when they were doing you know two D pixel art, and uh, it wasn't great. It was significantly better than Gen One, but uh, still not great. One of my notes is just execute. What the hell are you? <laughs> It's a bunch of eggs. It's literally just a bunch of eggs. But they don't look like eggs. They're not eggs colored. They are flesh colored and they have veins. They look like a bunch of... I don't, like baby heads. Yeah, no. They just fused together. It's weird. It's weird. Did you see Executor? Um... Only because I... After I was done, I watched the Grumps That's... play through some of it. <laughs> so I did. And I don't understand how you get a palm tree from eggs, but... The eggs turn into coconuts, obviously. Because that's how coconuts are made! Yup! What, what, about, what about the rest of it, other than the Pokemon designs, which were, you know, better than Gen 1, but not quite up to scratch of later Gens when they had actual 3D models that didn't look like trash. <laughs> I mean, the, I found, I found the art style just, I get that it was an old game, but I found it kind of basic, it wasn't anything to sneeze at, I guess, I don't know. It wasn't particularly offensive or exciting either way. Mm -hmm. What did you think about the soundtrack? Um... I don't know. Okay, so since I did so much grinding, I was in a lot of battles. Uh -huh. And 
the battle music was like always the same. Yeah. So it got super irritating super fast. And I'm not saying you needed different battle music for every like Pokemon that you fought. Like, oh, Exitor gets its own battle music, but Charmander has a different battle music. Like, no, that's insane. But I don't know, I feel like like the Elite Four, like at least the the gym leader should have had different battle music. Sure. So I don't know. I kinda listened to a minute or two when I went to a different town, but then I mostly turned the sound off. It was just annoying more than anything. Mm. Not annoying in the same way that Super Mario Bros. tapping was annoying, but uh-huh. I was just, boring. It was boring. Okay. Time for another edition of Tina's Sound Effect Corner. How do you feel about those sound effects? How do you f- specifically? How do you feel about the Pokemon cries? God, so stupid. Worst. The only thing that was worse was when you got down to red health and it was just it was like the alarm clock noise. It's like I can see I'm already stressed out. I don't need you to tell me to be stressed out. Shut up. Oh, I'm so excited for every other game that ever has a fucking alert noise when you're at low health. (gasps) Oh, it's gonna be great. Specifically, I'm excited for us to play some Sonic games with underwater levels. Oh, that already sounds awful. Because they have a noise for when you're low on breath. Oh, oh, Tina. Okay, we both made the same noise right there. Everybody get excited because that 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 uh that addition is gonna be salty. <laughs> I just, I, I can see what's wrong. There was, it's not like the health bar was up in some corner somewhere, it was literally the only thing to look at. Yes, correct. You do not need to remind me about the only thing to look at in your game. They didn't change that in Gen 7. (laughs) You know, when we started this episode, part of me was like, oh, you know, when you mentioned the thing about Gen 7, oh, you know, maybe we should, like, play gen 7 like later on like a while down the road and like see how my opinions have grown and see how pokemon has grown and no No. (laughs) putting the stop to it no it was the beep the beep ruined it ladies and gentlemen (laughs) no all of it ruined it i really did not like this game Uh, that has become clear uh all right let's move on to highs and lows so tina pokemon in general, of the ones you've encountered, or caught, or didn't encounter, which ones did you like, and which ones did you hate? Okay, so there were a couple that I just really liked. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I really liked whatever the fish one was that literally just looked like a goldfish. That would be magic. She was just- Oh wait, or gold. No, no, not magic. Yeah, it was Goldeen. It was Goldeen. I liked her, and I literally only saw- I literally only saw this Pokemon when I was in the trainer battle, but it was just like a little seal, and it just had its hand here, and it was so sassy! And it was just like- I was like, no, you deserve to be named after a drag queen. (laughs) I also love Diglett! He was super irritated, but he was so cute. But my favorite Pokemon out of, in my team was definitely Mankey. 
Mankey was is great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's partially probably because like I just really enjoyed that his moves are all like karate chop and like high five and slap and like I don't know. I just really enjoyed all of the names, and then it also gave him like the name of my favorite drag queen. So it just it was perfect storm. He was Hell just yeah. the best. I feel like. I feel like you would have also really liked Hitmonlee or Hitmonchan if you had. Yeah! Yeah. I mean, I didn't yeah. ever use them, but I saw them. Oh, yeah. In, like, the end battles. Yeah. Do you, do you get their names? I mean, like... What do you mean? Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan. You're, you're hitting you're hitting someone? No, like what? I'm talking about the last part. The differentiator, Lee versus Chan. No, not like, really. Like, Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan. No, I didn't. That's really funny. Yeah, yeah. Like how Jackie Chan is then better than Bruce Lee. It's solid, solid there. It's not an evolution. They're two separate Pokemon. Oh, they're not evolutions of each other. No, they're just two fighting types. That's so dumb. Well, one of them, yeah, no, I mean they're based off of Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee. One of them specializes in kicks, and one of them specializes in punches. Like them. Not that I know but which let, of them actually specializes in either of those, but you know, I'm sure one of them does. Why did we not have Hitmon Norris? Well, probably because uh, Pokemon was before the fucking Chuck Norris. Uh, <laughs> Gen 7! Why did Gen 7 not have Hitmon, Hitmon Norris? Norris? Also, Hitmon. Hitmon Norris? Also, Chuck Norris <laughs> is not a martial artist. He's just a general No, badass. but he is good at kicks! He is no, good at okay. kicks! No, he's a general badass, but he doesn't do martial arts. Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee both do martial arts. That's why they got in there. But, like, isn't Chuck Norris known for his kicks? I mean, he's known for being a general incredible badass. I don't know. Whatever. Hitmon, Hitmon Norris. Norris. Someone draw that. You know, in <laughs> seven months when someone listens to this podcast. Stop. Too real. <laughs> Alright. Uh, for me, my personal favorite is Charizard, and always will be Charizard. I am a fucking basic bitch, and I'm gonna go with consensus. I just love him. He's great. I mean, no, yeah. he was great. Especially because in the anime, he was a fucking sassy bitch that did not listen to Ash's bullshit. Hell yeah! Uh, what about least favorite? Uh, least favorite was anything, uh, any ghost or psychic Pokemon could go fuck itself, right? Okay. It's intangible ass. For me, Abra was my least favorite because it's a bitch to catch because if you don't catch it on the first turn, it yeah. just runs away. But no, okay, look, the Ghost Boys, their episode in the anime endeared them to me forever. Ghastly Haunter and Gengar are the best. Well, guess what? I haven't watched I know. the anime and... My walking around team was highly composed of mainly just Mankey, and guess what? He couldn't touch the ghost! Nah, that's totally fair. Spoilers for that type. My least favorite type is ghost. For that reason. Yeah. No. Pokemon itself is great, though. It was bullshit. Hmm. No, that's fair. I can understand that, though. <laughs> so wait, what are your least favorite? Abra. Oh, right, right, Sorry, you said that. Yeah. So, next 
What about towns? Uh, towns, uh, most favorite was... Was I right? Was Lavender Town the one with the weird temple? Yes. Okay, most favorite was Lavender Town and Lavender Town adjacent. Sure. I don't remember what that was called either. Uh, Saffron? Maybe? Probably. Ooh, what if they did like a whole spice theme? <laughs> uh, favorite is Lavender Town. <laughs> That's actually my favorite as well. Lavender Town is great. The Pokemon ah. Tower is great. The Team Rocket Quest connected to the Pokemon Tower is great. Definitely. Yes! I agree. It was all fabulous. Yes. I loved it. Ooh, which one do you hate though? <laughs> After that, they were they were all just kind of... You know how I said the art style kind of blended together? The towns... It's not that the towns blended together. They were just all the same level of feeling. No, I get that. Yeah. I mean, like, I, uh, the town yeah. directly after Lavender Town, like, the, the next gym battle... Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think it might have been the fifth badge? Possibly. I don't know. The one where you had to fight loads of like psychic pokemon mm -hmm. that one sucked but like that was just because i just didn't like fighting psychic pokemon that's fair i believe that's fuchsia city oh well which is actually I... also my least favorite but not because of the gym because of the fucking safari zone did you go in the safari zone tina i like i like stepped in and quickly stepped out Okay. See, I hate the Safari Zone, because there are Pokemon you can only catch in the Safari Zone, including one Pokemon that I always have on my team, Rhydon. And you can only catch in the Safari Zone, because the Safari Zone is bullshit. Yeah. So I hate, set, I hate fucking Saffron Town, or Fuchsia City. I hate Fuchsia City because it has the goddamn Safari Zone. No, it, I, it was not, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I could, uh, like, remember what was in each of the cities, but they were just the same, like, I don't know, feeling. Sure. I get that. What about favorite and least favorite type? Favorite type? It's a tie between fire and fighting. Okay. Least favorite type was dragon. They were too OP. Wow. Incredibly rude. Uh, my favorite type is fighting. Fire, sorry. It is fire. Because I might secretly be a pyromaniac. And I take out my aggressions in Pokemon by burning everything to the ground. <laughs> you're not like the guy I work with who went to jail for six months. Ooh. For blowing up Amish people's houses. Too real. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, those poor Amish people. I mean, like, they were, like, all abandoned houses. Like, oh. no one was in them. No one was gonna die. Those poor Amish ghosts. Yeah. And a mailbox. Oh, that poor mailbox. That poor mailbox That's ghost. why it was a felony. That's why it was a felony. <laughs> oh, my God. My least favorite is ghost. Because it's just terrible, and I hate it. Mm. Yeah. Trash. Trash. And then you have fucking Agatha. And it's like, all right, Agatha. I see how it is. Alright, and the final one. Favorite and least favorite gym leaders. Favorite? Okay, favorite gym leader was Misty. Yeah? 
just because the whole water gym was so weird. It was weird, and I was here for it. Yeah? How so? It was just like, the re it wasn't just like, oh, we like water. It was literally everyone was swimming. Yes. Everyone had to be swimming. Everyone had to be in a bathing suit. Correct. It was weird, and I was here for it. I love it. Also, there's a move called water sport? Yeah. Question mark winky face? Also, it just blew my mind how different Misty looked from how she is portrayed in current media. Yeah? Yes. How so? What do you mean, how so? She usually has her her tiny little denim cutoffs and her yellow tube top and her red suspenders yep. and her little red pigtails. She's literally wearing, like, a bathing suit. Yeah, yeah. And that was her original representation in the original game as well. I don't... No, nuh-uh. She was wearing just, like, a normal bathing suit. Like, a blue bathing suit. She didn't look like her at all. In the... No, I said in the original game. She also was just wearing a regular bathing suit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It... The regular bathing suit that I saw on her in this game threw me off, because I was expecting a yellow shirt and red suspenders. No, totally. Uh, that was, I mean, as you can probably guess, popularized by the anime. And that is the source that most people yeah. pull from when doing cosplay of her. It was just, I don't know, it was interesting. Also, okay, so I started Pokemon when I... I, to I told you, I played most of them after I got mm -hmm. home from my job. And I started it on a day when I was very mad at a very specific coworker. So I named my rival that coworker's yes. name. And as I went on, like, obviously I didn't hold a grudge. It was a super minor thing. So I got less and less mad at him. So it got weird to see his name keep popping up. However, the day that I beat it, the, the day before it, he pissed me off again. So it was so satisfying to kick his ass. The catharsis. I was so satisfied. I love like, it. Like, the ending gave me so much satisfaction, even though I hated the game. <laughs> For probably just that reason. And also, I was so happy to be done. Excellent. I love it. And one last thing before we finish. Who was your least favorite gym leader? Uh, the girl in Fuchsia Town. Yeah, the psychic one? Yeah, her. For me, it was Koga, because I just hated his gym. He was fine. Oh. I despise his gym, though. Why? You're fine, invisible wall bullshit. <laughs> fine. Oh, I'm sorry, you weren't mad about Surge's, like, random pot thing? Okay, look. Surge is just... Look, I'm fine with Surge, because you can just... What? There's actually a trick to that, by the way. Yeah, I know, I looked it up. Yeah, yeah. When I was done. When I was done. When I was done. Okay. When I was done. Yes. But, uh... No, I just, I, I hate invisible walls in all games always. One thing I really did actually like about this game is how there was descriptions for every little thing. You knew what everything did. There was the help guide. Yeah. Help thing? I don't know if it was called the help, whatever it was called. That told you, what does this thing mean? What should I do next? Where should I mm -hmm. go? That, for someone who was just playing, uh, who has not played a lot of video games was so incredibly helpful and it made the game actually enjoyable because i knew how to use my tools effectively and i really 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 enjoyed that because that was just the huge complaint i had with super mario Bros. 3 and pokemon like that was something that actually did super right yeah 
I'm glad there was something you found good in this game. Yeah. Uh, alright, so... You know, I had a team of drag queens. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, uh, Tina, clothing, thoughts, and your rating. I mean, I guess the positive thing about them explaining things was probably sh my closing thought. Okay. So, no more closing thoughts. Okay. And thoughts closed. All right. Case closed. <laughs> what is your rating out of ten? Three. Wow. All right, everybody. You heard it. Solid three. Solid three. Yeah. It was a three. All right. It deserves a three. Not to say that all these wonderful people who put loads of time into it, they should be commended, they made this franchise that really has just become an absolute phenomenon, and that in itself is kind of cool, that you took a very, very, very simple idea and made this massive thing out of it and just got to come up with new weird things and keep doing it. That's impressive. Yeah. It's boring, though. <laughs> That's fair. Well... We'll see how you like Chrono Trigger at some point in the future. But in a point less in the future, join us in two weeks when we play Talk About Portal. Pew, pew. <laughs>